0: Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechevar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechevar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafiyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also... Enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren. And may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Yeah. Daaf kof yod alef. Today's daaf is being studied. Yosef bin Miriam. Dedicated by his son, Mr. Semach Beda. Yosef ben Miriam ruach Hashem tnichem began Eden amen, amen. amen. Today's Daf is being studied Le'elon Shmat, Akham Baruch Refael ben Miriam and Avraham ben Esther and Yitzhak ben Esther ruach <laughs> Hashem tnichem began Eden amen We begin today's Daf on the bottom of Kuf Yod amud Bet <coughs> On the bottom line Amar Amar Shemuel Kol Hamazug Mistaref If a person drank wine That was diluted with water And then he drank any other Type of drink that was also Diluted with water So that's considered the same Species and therefore it will be Mistaref For the concept of Zugot. Even though we learned that for Zugot you have to have the same item in order to be subject to the Anyan of Pears. However, even if a person has two different drinks, but the common denominator between them is that they were both mazug, that they were both diluted with water, that would be considered also subject to Zugot. Ahudz minamayim. Except water that is mazug. Now, how is water mazug? Meaning, you diluted either cold water into hot water, or hot water into cold water. So that's not considered a meziga, and therefore would not be mitzaref. Rabbi Yohanan Amar: says no. Even water. Meaning, if you poured hot into cold, or cold into hot, that's considered mazug and be Amar Papa. Lo Amaran when did Rabbi Yohanan say that water, that is mazug, is considered subject to zugot? If you drink it with something else that's mazug, that's only if you poured hot water into cold water. The leto or cold water into hot water. Abal lego no. hamimeh. lego but into hot and cold into cold is not considered mazug, therefore it's not considered. Uh, subject to Zugot Lecture yeah. mode on Amar Veshdakish Shdakish tot Arba'a devarim Haose otan Damo berosho O mitchayev Benafsho The Geburah says There are four things That if a person Does them uh, His blood Is on his head And He is liable To pay with his life, which means these are dangerous things. Elohim. So the Gemara says, If a person uh, relieves himself between a palm tree and a wall, the Gemara is going to explain it that the Shedim usually um, need uh, or hang out in certain places, the demons and the Mazikim. And they need to pass, uh, to have a thoroughfare where they can pass by. Usually they pass by by, let's say, a wall and a palm tree. Mm-hmm. So if a guy's going to sit there and relieve himself, he's blocking the uh, area where the shadim travel. So therefore, he's going to cause himself to get hurt. And what I will explain it. Or if a person travels, uh, passes between two palm trees... A person drinks borrowed water Or a person passes over spilled water And even if his wife spilled the water in front of him Still that can cause danger And the Gemara explains That which we said if a person who leaves himself Between a palm tree and a wall it's only talking about where there's less than four amot between the kotel and the palm tree. Hmm. And therefore he's blocking the whole area, where he's not giving the Shedim a chance to pass. Hmm. But if there's four amot, oh no problem, they go around. and Even when there's not four amot, No amaran ela de it's so only talking about whether there's not another path for the shadim to take. But if there's another path for the shadim to access, there is no problem. And that which we said, if a person passes by two palm trees, that's only talking about that the, the Shedim is not between the trees. But if there's a Reshut a public domain in between the trees, there is no problem. Why? So, the... Dasbam explains that the Mazikim or the Shedim, they don't have the ability to destroy the public domain. They usually uh, stay in places that are secluded and are private. So therefore, if the two palm trees, well usually that's where the Shedim hang out, but if there's a Reshut in the middle, so they're not going to damage because they have no right to destroy the public area. mayim We said if a person drinks borrowed water, katan. This is only talking about in a case where a miner borrowed the water. Because that's the water that the Shadim like to drink. The water that was borrowed by a katan. Gadol but if a Gadol borrowed water, no problem. And even if the Katan, the miner borrowed the water, that's only talking about where the water is in the field. Because there's no water in the fields, so never the Shedin will drink that water or will go after the. Katan uh, to get the water because they need it. But in the air, with this water available, they're not going to go after the katan. Uh, there is no problem. And even in the field, where we said it's dangerous, it's only water. But wine and beer. There is no problem. She says if a katan borrows wine or beer and is in the field, there is no sakana. It seems the shedim only drink the water. al And if a person passes over water that is spilled, lo amran So you are talking about when you didn't cover it with afar, with dirt. Ve'lo taf Nor did you... I'll uh, give you the exact word You didn't spit saliva into it Which means So long as it's uncovered You have a problem But if you covered it anyhow Either with dirt Or by spitting over it The saliva No problem But if you threw dirt over it Or you spit the saliva over it There is no danger. And it's only talking about water that was spilled, that the sun did not pass over it. Nor it was not uh, traveled by 60 steps, which means people did not step over it. 60 steps. But if the sun passed over this spilled water, or it was uh, traveled over by 60 steps, there is no danger. And it only poses a danger if you're not riding on a donkey, or you're not wearing shoes. But if you're riding over the water On a donkey Or you're wearing shoes There is no danger But that's only said In a place where you don't have to be concerned about sorcery In a place that there's not so much vulnerability To Keshafim but in a place that there is uh, a susceptibility, we'll say, where it's common in that area, Even though you have all these uh, conditions, still you have to be concerned about passing over the water. And the Gemara gives a story, Like that fellow, He was riding on a donkey, and he was also wearing shoes, and his shoes shrank and his uh, feet shriveled up which means the Shedim, the Mazikim got him anyway so you see because it was in a place where it was uh, susceptible to uh, Kishuv there was a concern for sorcery we have a Brayta <sheloshah en mimatsain> there are three that one should not cause to pass between. Which means that these three things, or three people, or three things I should say, should not pass between two men. And that's the first statement. <sheloshah en mimatsain> they should not pass through two men. <sheloshah en mimatsain> A man should not pass through them, between them. And the Gibara explains the three. V'eluhin, <laughs> hakelev, the dog, the palm tree, the and a lady. afahazir, and some say even the uh, pig. Afanahash, and some say even a snake. Meaning again, one should not pass by them And one should not allow them to pass between two men The And if they do pass in between So what's, what's the remedy? It happened Now how do you save yourself from the uh, dangers? You start the pesukim that start with the word El and end with the word El. Which Pesukim are these? These are in Bamid in the Perashat Balak, when Balaam was blessing uh, the Jewish people, he said, El Motsi'am in Misraim, Ketu'afot lo Kilo Nahashbi Yaakov, Lilo Kesimbi Israel. Ka'et. Ye'amed Yaakov Ma Paal El So that's those specific They start with El and they end with El mm-hmm. That's already a Sigula To undo the dangers of this item The Tosafot Has an entirely different uh, sigula And a different interpretation And a different text Iname Alternate option Niftah belo. The nefsek belo, say the pesukim that start with lo and end with lo. That's the pesuk lo Ishel el vichazev uben adam veitneham. Ha uamar velo yaseh v'dibber velo yekimenu. So it starts off lo Ishel and it ends off v'dibber velo yekimenu. So that's why you would say that uh, those pesukim and that would be a segula to undo the dangers of having walked through, or having those items walk between two people. Hani <laughs> <laughs> Betre, these two men, Isha <laughs> Nida, that a lady that um, was having her Nida, she saw the, uh, the blood of Nida, and she passed between them. So that's dangerous, the Gemara says. <im tihilat nidatahi> if it's at the beginning of her Nida, <horeget ehad mehim> that has the ability to kill one of the two. <im tihilat nidata> if it's at the end of her Nida, <im tihilat nidatahi> so she'll cause a quarrel between the two men. So the Gemara says, What's the takanahari uh, remedy? It iftach beel v'nafsiik beel. Same thing. You say the segula, starting with the pasuk of el motzi amim esraim, to the pasuk of umap baalel, and that will uh, undo the uh, danger. Mara says, <speaking in> "Hani trene <Hebrew> These two ladies, the yadvan b'farashat the that are sitting at a fork in the road." One on one side of the road, and one on the other side of the road. And their faces are positioned towards one another. For sure, they're involved in witchcraft. So what is the remedy? How does one protect himself when he's walking by? So it says, If you have another road to take, Take the other road. Don't put yourself in danger. If there's not another road, If there's somebody else with you, Hold on to his hand. Together. And pass through. The aharina, and if there is uh, nobody else, not a person with him, walk by by saying the following segula: uh, Agrat,, Asiya, Belusia. These are the names of four different types of shedim, uh, different type of uh, demons. The uh, first one. Is uh, Agrat That's the famous demon called Agrat Bat Mahlat Which is going to be mentioned Later. And then you, you mention all four Of them. Agrat, Azlat Asyam, Lusyam, Mitkatela Behek, Kabbal Have been slain With a crossbow That's segula, That'll uh, <coughs> Neutralize Their powers Hayman his fellow, befagah beiteta, that she encounters a woman beidna de'salka mitavilat mezvah. She encounters a woman when she's coming out of the mikveh, right? Mitavilat mezvah. Iiu kadiim umishamish. If he has relations first with his wife, achada leledide. So a spirit of immorality will possess him. Which means he'll have a big hara to commit immorality. If she has relations first, So she will be possessed with this spirit of immorality. Meaning she'll have a Yetzir to commit a sin. So, so how do you neutralize? How do you rectify this? So when you see the lady coming out of the mikveh, you should say the following Pasuk. And by saying this Pasuk, it negates the the spirit. The uh, the way the mifalshim explain it, because this is actually brought down in the halacha and in the Da. So the and this look, and if it's this pasuk, there's another pasuk in Iyuv, some say But the basic understanding of why this pasuk is said is Because if a person commits immorality At the time that he's committing it, it seems like a big, uh, you know, success And ta'ava, etc. That he's, you know, he's, uh, he's high and He feels uh, arrogant that he's able to commit such a avon However, these sins always lead to shame and degradation. Because once people find out about the sin, so then already all the kavod of the person goes down. So therefore, the person wants to... He knows that by seeing a lady come out of the mikveh, it can affect his uh, immorality. So therefore, what does he say to himself? Shofekh booz al What do you think this is? Do you think you're going to commit immorality that's going to make you higher? Shofiq booz, it puts booze. It, 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 it puts it puts embarrassment on the beam and uh, there's a pasuk that says that uh, One of the ways when a person goes with a, a lady, it calls it a meaning it's it's a, it's a road so the says betol pasuk says which is this that you think it's a derech that is it is, is, is strayed off the road and therefore that's the uh, also Musar himself, to say that, uh, you know, the immorality is not going to get him anywhere. so only going to lead him to uh, uh, booze. Amar Rav Yitzhak, what does it uh, mean when it says, Pasukam ki elech lo ira ra ki I walk in the valley, uh, overshadowed by death, I will fear no evil, because you are with me. Zeh, This is a reference to one who sleeps in the shade of a single palm tree. You have a palm tree, stands alone, there's a shade, of course, that is casted, and if he sleeps under that, and there's no tree next to it, that is dangerous. Or in the shadow of the moon. Uh... On the night when the moon is shining, so the uh, demons they shy away from the light, and they go near the walls where the moon is not penetrating. That's where the shadow is. So a person sleeps there; he's sleeping with the Shedim, So that's gamki elich uh, beget salmavit. That's the shadow of death, and therefore it would be sakana dekel And that would we say if a person sleeps under the shade of a single palm tree de de havre that's all he talking about With is not another palm tree next to it that its shadow is falling and overlapping on the shadow of the first palm tree aval Nafal de havre but if the shadow if the shade of the second palm tree is overlapping, the first one, let ba, you don't have a problem. Okay, so the demons, uh, tell will uh, since there's two trees, they'll just go to the other tree, and uh, they'll leave the fellow alone. tanya, but according to what we learned in a brayta, hayyashen betzel if a person sleeps under the shade of a single palm tree in a courtyard. Okay, now in the courtyard we're talking about where he says the space is tight, so the demon has nowhere to go, and therefore it's going to inflict harm upon the person that's sleeping there. So the Gibbara says Hayashen <laughs> Levana Or he sleeps under the shade of the moon damo berosho that his blood is on his head Sekana. so the what's the case if we're talking about where it's a single palm tree that stands alone that it's there's no tree next to it that its shadow is overlapping on the first tree even in the field why did you tell me only in the hotir why you told me only in the courtyard we just said uh, anywhere now in a courtyard in the courtyard it's more dangerous even if you have two palm trees and one palm tree is casting a shadow on the other palm tree when I you mean it's overlapping still it would be to sleep under any of those trees that is the proof. And the Gemara continues, "Whoopsila she and that which we said, sleeping under the shade of the uh, moon, "Lo amaran ella b'maarva." That's only talking where the shade is to the west. Aval b'bedinchata letlamba. But if the shade uh, of the moon is on the east side, there's nothing to be concerned. In the beginning of the month, when the moon is in the western sky, so one who lies on the eastern side will be in the moon's shadow. At the end of the month, when the moon is in the eastern sky, so then the shadow is in the west. Comes the Gemara and continues. man de demipane de deklah. <laughs> A person that relieves himself upon the stump of a palm tree <laughs> so he gets possessed by a spirit that is called Palga. The Rajbam explains that this spirit can cause Hasmahannom paralysis. The one who leans his head upon the stump of a palm tree. He becomes possessed by the spirit, uh, which causes a headache. Uh, some say that would be a uh, migraine headache. That's a person that steps over a palm tree that has uh, fallen, fallen palm tree. If it was chopped down, if the tree was dropped down, ketil, so the fellow will be killed. If it was uprooted, he will be uprooted and die. That's only true when he's stepping over the fallen palm tree, didn't place his foot, On the actual tree. But if you put your foot on the tree itself, there's nothing to be concerned about. Now the Gemara continues. There are five different shades where there are evil spirits. So one has to be careful. Okay, which we learned already. The shade that's under an isolated palm tree Tula de Chanda That's the shade of a lot tree. Tula de The shade of a fig tree. Tula de Firha The shade of a caper bush. Tula de Zardeta And the shade of a sorb tree. Ika de Amre aftula. De Arba Vetula De That's the shade of a boat and the shade of an arava. Arava would be the willow tree. Here's the general rule when it comes to this matter. Call the nafish Any tree that has a lot of branches so be careful. The shade is Dangerous because that's where the spirits lurk. And any trees whose wood is harmful, which means, let's say it has thorns in the wood itself, so also the uh, shade of that tree is harmful as well. Lebar, except, Mikiru Mesha. Except he calls this. The service tree. even though its wood is harmful, look the shade is not harmful. There was a certain female shed, a demon, that told her son. Don't stay next to the to the service tree. Fly away from that tree. Why? The Because it was that tree that killed your father And killed him as well Which was what the mother was telling the son Was it'll kill you also But she didn't want to say it directly to him Be careful from this tree It killed your father and it killed him Meaning it can kill you And therefore what do you see from here? That the Shaleen don't stay around this uh, tree That's called the Kru Meshah even though it has thorns But they keep away from it Amar Rav Asher Rav Asher said Hazena I saw Rav Kahana Deparish mekulehu He keeps himself away from all shades Which is not only the ones we listed above He was concerned from all different trees So he would not stay under the shade of any tree Comes the Gemara And continues be pirhe the demons that stay under the uh, Pirche, that's the caper bush, those spirits are called Ruhe. That's the name of the spirits. De be zardeta, the demons that are under the sorb tree, Sheda, are called Sheda. De be igre, the demons that are on the rooftops, Rishpeh. The night Nafkamina. Qibra says, well, what's the Nafkamina that have to know the names of these different shedim in these different places? Qibra uh-huh. says, no. Likmi'ah. If you want to write an amulet, you have to know the name of the shed that you're trying to neutralize. So therefore, you put the name of it in the amulet. So therefore, that would be the uh, Nafkamina. Debe perhe. That's the demon that's under the caper bush so you have to know that demon does not have eyes it's blind the uh, line of you have to know the demon is blind so one has to know that because he has the chance to run away from it because the demon is not to be able to locate the person because it's blind it has no eyes so you know that there's a chance that uh, he can uh, you can save yourself one time So Tamir Hakam once went to relieve himself By the caper bush So he heard that the demon was coming after him And he ran away So as uh, it was running after him So the demon uh, he couldn't see so it uh, got caught up uh, and fell on a palm tree and ended up grabbing the palm tree. Sabah the palm tree shriveled up, upaka, he and the demon burst. So you see a story that's confirming this point that the Akham was able to save himself because the demon in the caper bush has no eyes. So therefore it ended up tripping itself up uh, in the palm tree. Comes says, Debe zardeta. said that he shed on the sorb tree is called shede. There was a certain uh, uh, sorb tree that is near the city. You have to know that by that tree there's not less than sixty demons that are possessing it. The of Kamina. What's the difference that the 60 demons that you have to know? la But you have to have to write a Kamiya to neutralize. Which means there's a difference in riding a kamiya for one demon or you're riding a kamiya for 60 of them. So you have to know the uh, the severity of uh, what's going on over there. Now, <laughs> there was a certain bar kasha that's a city watchman. The mata. Bar the mata. The watchman of the city. The azil, he went. The <laughs> ka'egabe he went and he stood by a sorb tree. That was near the city. Sixty demons entered his body. And he was in mortal danger. So he went to a certain rabbi. He didn't know that that uh, sorb tree had sixty uh, demons, but He didn't know the rule that we just said, that a sorb tree that's next to the city is possessed by uh, 60 demons. Uh, so therefore, he didn't know how to give him the proper uh I saw the guy was possessed. He wrote him a Kamiya to take care of one shed. Shama de talu begave. He heard the demons, uh, they were hanging a hingah. Hingah is a type of instrument. Uh which means uh, he saw that the demons were hanging a certain instrument over this fellow. And they were singing. And after he went after one of them, he was able to start hearing the demons singing with an instrument over this guy. And what were they singing? Sudare demor ki The hat. sudar so is like the hat of uh, this young scholar Uh which means it looks like this scholar is wearing a hat that's befitting for Tamidi Achamim. In mean, the old days, the rabbis would wear a certain type of hat. But the demon said, we examined this master, and we found that he does not know how to make the proper beracha. Which beracha? There's a berakha we make every morning for the hat. And that is the berakha of Israel Yisrael so the demons were coming along and saying, hey, he's wearing the hat of a tamir hakam, but he really doesn't know how to make the proper blessing in the morning of, or Israel, betif Which means the shadim was saying, this guy thinks he's a tamir hakam, but he's really an ignoramus. Because uh, he dresses like a haqam, but he doesn't even know how to make the proper uh, berchot al Again, what, he was, what the Shadim were trying to say is he doesn't even know the simple adacha that they taught, that there's 60 Shadim by the sorb tree, and therefore he writes an amulet uh, for one. so another rabbi came. He knew that there's 60 Shadim in the sorb tree. So he wrote an amulet for the 60 demons. Shama de Kaamru. So he heard the demon say, We better remove our utensils from here. Which means we better, we better leave. Because this guy obviously, he knew what he was doing. Ketev meridi. That's There's a pasuk that talks about a certain demon that is called Ketev Meriri. So the Gibra says, Tere havu. There are two demons that are called Ketev. Had one lurks before noon for midday. The Had tihara and one after midday. The the one that lurks before midday is called ketiv <coughs> meridi They call it Kete Miri. Umehazebe. And it appears, uh, like a jug of uh, kamcha. Kamcha is like that uh, yogurt uh, uh, mixture. Uh, with a spoon in it that's mixing it. The shed, it looks like a, a bowl of uh, kamcha with a, a kutah, we call it. That's uh, with a, a spoon in it, mixing it. The the one that lurks after the afternoon, afternoon time, It's called Chemo. Like the pasuk says uh, in the uh, Which is that's the name of the Shed. Uhmehzebe Karnad de Aiza, it appears uh, in between the horns of a goat, of the goats, the Hadar be as a whirling sieve. Okay, a sieve is the like the um, the sifter that uh, sifts the flour, so it spins. It looks like a whirling sieve. Gemara says, "Hama Abbey was once walking. So he had the two rabbis. The papa was on his right. Ravuna was on his left. So he saw the Ketev Meridi demon was coming towards his left side. Which he was coming after Ravunah. So Abiyah switched the rabbis around So he put the uh, papa to his left And he switched the And put him on his right side He says, how come you're not uh, concerned? You're putting me right in the path now of Keter uh, So he answered him He means you're involved now in good mazal. She said that Papa was, success, uh, was successful. He was wealthy. He was making money. So therefore he said, today your mazal is very good. We're not worried that the uh, shadim are going to uh, possess you. Comes again and says, Mehad betamuz, ad shitzar be, and now they're telling you when these demons are prevalent. So from Los Chodesh Tammuz until the 16th, these Ketev demons are very prevalent. Mikan v'ailach, lo After that, it's questionable how prevalent they really are. lo They're found in the shadows of the hats of the Hatsuba, what is the Hatsuba, it's a type of grass he says whose roots go deep into the ground and uh, they usually use those uh, grass as boundary markers because the roots go straight down in any event they're found in the shade that is produced from the Hatsuba grass that did not grow in Amma so yeah there's the short Hatsuba grass that didn't grow so tall the shade that is over there and in the shadows in the morning and the evening that are casted but not are, but are not an Amah long and the shadows are not long the and predominantly they are found in the shadows in the in the bath houses now um, uh, the does bring down if you want to bring the Halakha for a second does bring down a concern about uh, these Shedim um, if you look in the laws of tishabiav uh, Be'av that would be in um, in Tav Nun Aleph Halakha Yudchet writes Sariq lizaher miyudzayin betamuz al Tish'a Be'av shelo lelech a person during the three weeks between Shavuot and he should not walk alone from the fourth hour of the day till the ninth hour. Because that's when these demons of ketev Meridi are dominating. And a rabbi should not hit the students during that time either. Why? So the Mishnah bin says, uh, even with a, with a whip, not only with your hand. Uh, and the reason over here is because the Shadim are Mitsuim them. And therefore, if a person is going to hit, could be the Shadim now are going to make it a more severe hit. I the guy he doesn't intend to hurt. But once he already puts his hand up, the Shadim are going to come down. <coughs> Exaggerate it And the Gospel of It can cause great uh, damage So you see even Bizman Hazer Maram was concerned About the issue of Dishadim uh, At uh, specific times of the year Specifically during the uh, During the three weeks Comes the Gemara and Continues You see the Al writes Bepesachim Kuf Aleph Yoter Yeshli Zahir mehad betammuz ad shitzar Right, he quotes the Gemara you really have to be more concerned from the Chodesh Tammuz until the 16th Divadai That's for sure they're around at that time Now again, it seems also that we're only talking about in places that are secluded The Shidim are not found in the city or in the area where many people are found. These are areas that are uh, yeah, private in the, in the fields and stuff like that, <laughs> where people don't have to for the shidim, are found. Okay, Kav Yimaran continues. Amar <coughs> <coughs> of Yosef Hane Tlat Mile Yahiv Arbona <linhorah> These three matters, husband Shalom cause blindness to replace sight Again, Ya'iv, Arbona Arbona's blindness Linhora, where there was sight mm-hmm. Man de sarik reshe yavish One who combs his hair When it's dry mm-hmm. Uman de Tif tif One that drinks the dripping Of a barrel of wine it's Dripping wine, he's drinking the drops mm-hmm. Uman de sayem and and one who puts on his shoes while his feet are wet, which means if he bathes or goes to the mikveh, puts on his shoes and his feet are not dry, so all these things chazbah shalom can cause blindness. The Gemara continues to discuss things that chazbah shalom can make a person poor. Telai that if bread is suspended in a house, it can bring a person to poverty. Which means, if let's say you have bread in a basket, and you're hanging the basket, let's say on a hook, right? so that of uh, hanging bread, can cause poverty. Like the people say, If you suspend the basket, so you're suspending your sustenance. So that's a, um, that's a problem. It's only talking about where you put bread. But if you're suspending meat or fish, there's no concern. Because that's considered the normal derech. But bread would be a problem. So Sion and Sion bet bet Sheela Tik Okel Lechem Matla, which means you have a uh, a knapsack with bread in it, and they want to hang it on the uh, peg. So says but he's being lenient for, uh, you know, in the school teachers or the, uh, you know, in the uh, play groups that they want to put the uh, knapsack of the children. What's put, his... Put hook in the house. What's his heter? So he says, So he says, תלאה בביתה כשל עניותה ופירוש רש"י תונה פיתו באוויר, בתוך סל אחד שדבר זה כשל עניות ולכן קם קצת חיים ואם כן יש זעד שלא לתותיק אחר שיש בו פלוסה מכל מקום יש לאכל למלמד בתמו תורה ולגננת ואי לפי מה שכתב רש"י תונה פיתו פיתו שכיבן شو ענין סיגולי so therefore since You know we're being very, kids a items. items, It's some type of a thing, we can't understand it So therefore it's only your bread But if the teacher is hanging up the bread of The children, so there would be no problem But in one's house, one would, should be concerned If it's his bread, not to hang up the tikim uh, You know, so if his children come home So that bread belongs to the parents so sometimes they have hooks. So they take their knapsack and they want to hang it on the hooks. One should not do that in the house because Hazrat Shalom it can bring to Aniyut. again and says, Pare <clears> kashel <throat> Brain in the house can cause Hazrat Shalom poverty. This is referring to bread that was made from bread. So Gemara over here is talking about somebody that can afford, let's say, uh, regular flour, but he's a miser, so therefore he goes and cheapens uh, his uh, standard and goes to buy bread from bread. So that will bring poverty. <inaudible> <inaudible> That's the uh, bread, crumbs or scraps in the house can also bring uh, poverty. We're talking about crumbs that are less than the size of a kezayat. Last point, the Gemara says, Belele Shabbatot, Ublele Rebi'it, Mazikin, On Lel uh, Shabbat, <speaking in Hebrew> that would be Friday night, and on uh, Tuesday nights, the demons are uh, prevalent. They could lurk on a person. Isara. <speaking in Hebrew> So the name of the uh, administering angel of mezonot, of sustenance, is called Nakid. Literally, uh, he calls that cleanliness. The administering angel of poverty is called Naval Sheme. Naval literally means filth. The last thing the Gavara says here is a plate that is placed over the opening of the barrel can also bring one to poverty. In any event, he explains over here that since the demon, or the I should say, the angel that's in charge of mizonot is called nakid, which literally means cleanliness. So when he sees crumbs that are thrown around. Uh, in the house, and people are stepping on them, so therefore he takes away panazah because it's not an enyan of uh, nikiyut <coughs> and on the contrary, when the angel of poverty sees that there's a mess in the house of the crumbs, adraba he's able to be sholet on that mess and therefore he's able to bring um, he's able to bring aniyut he quotes over here From Sefer Hasidim, he says, when the angel of poverty sees people stepping on crumbs, remaining from a messy eater, he says, after this person has stuffed his stomach, he tramples the leftovers? If he owned everything in the world, he would ruin it all. The angel therefore impoverishes him. Alternatively, the Shevet Musa notes that a filthy house is the result of laziness scriptures teaches that laziness is a direct cause of poverty in any event uh, the angel of poverty enters into the house where they do not handle bread with the proper uh, cleanliness